Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome, everybody, to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, I talk about four different types of freedom, time, financial, location, health freedom. In that light, I'm always interviewing entrepreneurs, digital marketers, trying to get those insights and share those with the audience. So today mm-hmm. we have John Weber, and he's he's a business, business growth consultant specializing in marketing and sales. And I love marketing. I love digital marketing, social media. I think it's got the greatest potential levels the playing field. So, um, and I'll let John introduce himself and talk about him. So welcome, John. Thank you so much for the warm welcome. I thank you very much for having me on. And yeah, just to give a brief info or some info intro for people. I've been doing this stuff, like I just told you before we started recording, um, for like 10, 11 years. I'm really young. I got started when I was 13, 12, 13 years old. My dad got me started with affiliate marketing. I soon realized I should launch my own products and services. So I started moving towards selling my own courses, teaching marketing sales, moving towards consulting, also heavily in financials as business relies on financials and how you manage that. And business, marketing, sales, money is all I've ever done my whole life. I absolutely love it. And yeah, any insights I can give, um, especially with online marketing and building a relationship with customers, with leads, with with your clients really deeply, I'm all for it. Let's go. Yeah. It's uh I was we were talking backstage and we were talking about how social media is basically giving Gen Z the tools to write their own tickets. Right. And it's awesome. I'm I'm teaching my niece and nephew how to build their audiences and you know affiliates. So um what's interesting is uh so we'll just talk about um yeah. So uh, what, why is uh, digital marketing, social media so powerful these days? There's two reasons, I think. One is because everything is advancing to only online. Everything's going digital. That's why the phones now are, you're staring at it. Even the older generations now, quote unquote, are staring at it 24-7. Everything's moving online. And that's how just technology is going to advance. So it's powerful because... The old way of doing things, which I actually prefer. I love, you know, one-on-one working with people. I prefer doing stuff in person, but it's how everything is moving towards. So it's becoming the powerhouse of how you build relationships because people aren't building them offline anymore as much as they used to. They're building them online. Um, And two, I think why online marketing, digital marketing, social media is so powerful is because of your ability to build a connection to 
such a massive amount of people in such a short amount of time from a variety of different things. So in what I do, in the marketing I do and I teach and consult for, you know, if I want to, for example, sell, you name the product or service, and I want to relate and build a relationship with my customers, I'm not just running ads towards them. I'm not just retargeting them. I'm emailing them. I'm texting them. I'm posting content on social media. I have six or seven different ways to reach my customer versus just offline advertising. Online, you have every inbox possible you can reach people. So it's it's a... It's the internet. It's the innovation that's happening that people need to take advantage of. Yeah, it's um, it's in the past. You know, you had to appear on Bloomberg or you know get on the right or get endorsed by Oprah. You know, some <laughs> right something like that. And that's part of it too. Is you can now build authority without building authority the classic way. You know, through media and through other things like that. It's it's great because I think it's starting to level the playing field for those people who are starting to figure out how to use. Like say you're teaching your, your niece and nephew and um, my brother, my brother, Josh's cookhouse.com. He's starting a barbecue blog, best barbecue food you've ever had. I've traveled the world best hands down. Anyways, um, he's just starting using social media, for example, and he's having great initial success, much faster than I did when I started, because if you can learn from someone who's done it before you, um, and well, and just take off with it and focus on just getting content out there, getting your name out there. Um, you can build a brand, build a business, become financially secure very quickly, especially with content and social media nowadays. Well, the important part of, um, you know, uh, the getting clients is the leads. And um, so the question is, how do you increase lead quality? being produced on by any form of the social media channels. Right, for sure. Uh, I think the best way, because lead, lead generation is the life and blood of all business. It, it's the key to making business work. Without leads, you don't have customers to work with. You can't even focus on customer retention, fulfilling your customers' needs. You need leads in the first place in order to do anything. Um, to increase quality, I actually think it's the, a really good idea to filter out who you don't want. So I'm not sure if you're familiar with Frank Kern at all. Frank Kern is, in my industry, he's like the OG of digital marketing. He's one of the first make money online digital marketers who brought some of this wave of online marketing to the forefront of business sales, online marketing, you name it. And I'm, uh, something that I, I got to experience while working with him and learn with him is what he did in his advertising. You can take a look at Alex Hermosi as well, who's blown up, uh, many other people who are influenced in the space their advertising sometimes is so direct. It, for example, Alex Ramosi, to filter out people he doesn't want, one of the ads they ran for him, I believe it was Gym Launch, I was literally, I'm looking to work with seven-figure gym owners who are in this area who want to scale. Well, there's goals, all of your six-figure, all of your nine-figure, you're filtering in just in like one line. You want just this exact audience. You're filtering out all the people you don't want to work with. And the reason why that's important to filter out people you don't want to work with is because of the amount of money most businesses waste on advertising that's bringing in leads and customers that aren't going to retain or even buy in the first place. Mm. Just think about the number of leads most businesses generate and it's why they have low conversion rate of they're trying to attract everyone. They're trying to bring in everyone with their, their lead generation, with their content marketing, with social media. Their attention is to get as many people as possible. You don't want that. You want to make sure you're working with the highest retaining customers possible who will work with you the longest because then, well, you're producing the most money per customer you're generating, whether it's paid advertising, social media, you name it. So quality, filter out the people you don't want, 
focus just on your dream customers, like Russell Brunson says, um, and as well, quantity of content you're producing. Today, you know, there's so many distractions. There's so many different podcasts. There's so many different books being released. You know, th there's there's so many distractions, plus your personal life, plus your spouse, plus your kids, plus your, your there's everything, right? So the best thing you can do is increase quantity of follow-up of content you're producing, everything you're doing to reach and get into your consumers' minds and eyes. So you stand out because there's so many distractions. It's ridiculous. And if you are going to just appear, you need to break through the noise of everyone else. Interesting. And what do you, because, uh, you know, a lot of um, love entrepreneurs, they don't, I mean, they're not ADD per se, but they want to, they want to, um, they have this idea of their fear of missing out. So if they're not, so if they focus on this one specific niche, then the rest of 99 and they're focused on this 99 and they get FOMO, how do you address that concern? Right. And that, that is a huge concern um, because yeah, you don't, you, you don't want to miss out on customers. You don't want to miss out on leads. You don't want to miss out with people, uh, different areas of niches in the market you can hit. So what I would say of why that can be less of a concern in the East people's mind is look at all the biggest companies, biggest entrepreneurs. They all started out, most of them, with one main focus. What was Amazon originally? Amazon was a bookstore. For most people, many people don't know that anymore. They sold books online. That's it. Now they sell literally anything and everything online. You take a look at Alex Ramos. You take a look at Frank Kern. You take a look at uh, Matt Diggity. Matt Diggity's. SEO, SEO guy. Many of the masters of their craft start specifically in one niche. One, because you're working with an audience who your messaging and copy attracts specifically that market. Number two, you can't serve everyone in the best way possible. And you don't want to because you want to first learn a specific audience, how you can help them, how you can work with them, how you can get them the best results possible and solve the problems. Because how can you solve the masses problems if you can't even solve this one single kind of prospect or customer's problems? So that's why specializing first in, in business, in, in investing, in financials, you name it, whether, you know, crypto, you got real estate, you got gold, you got silk. No, pick one, pick one skill, master it. Then you can start diversifying your portfolio. You can start diversifying your marketing. You name it. Because, again, you, you can't do everything right, especially if you haven't done one thing right first. Yeah, it's uh, it's always this dilemma. is like this niche down. And I've really seen the entrepreneurs that really niche down that do very well. And it's almost, right. yeah, it's like almost you're saying like no to everything else and just yes to this one thing and you just amplify it. Which is Yeah, then you... You amplify and you reach out because now you've learned by doing this one thing really freaking well. Now you've learned maybe how to do some of these other things better, and then you expand. and It's it's such a better way to make money, invest, do business, you name it. Uh, another question about leads is, you know, it's the acquisition of leads takes the most time and money, but once you get a lead, warm lead, or you know, customer. What's right. the most efficient way to turn them into lifelong loyal customers? Very good question. I like that a lot. The best follow-up you can manage, like you're speaking with your grandma. A weird, a weird comparison, weird comparison, but truly what most businesses don't realize or, or they realize but don't practice is that you have to treat your audience like you're speaking one-on-one, -on -one, individually. And like you're, you actually care about them. That is the secret to all business, all marketing, all sales. 
how you relate through follow-up, content, advertising, everything you do online, how you actually relate and build a real relationship with your prospects and customers, that will equal the amount of sales you're able to generate, the amount of revenue, leads, customers, um, and it will make sure you have lifelong loyal customers because people buy from those they like, know, and trust. You don't build like, know, and trust through selling to people. You build like, know, and trust through actually helping people, like, like actually helping people. So I'm always an advocate of, number one, follow up intensely, so frequently, and from a variety of different ways. So that means instead of just sending your prospects, your leads list, uh, your customers, prospects, you name it, uh, a deal and a discount. Send them a personalized video. You know, send them a gift. Send them, you, you want to entertain, entice, and educate your audience. Send them a, a, a funny story that relates to what you do. You know, I've written emails. One, I've, I've sent my leads list, which is actually like between like 40 and 50,000 people. I've sent them a video of me in the shower with other context around it, other context around it, uh, above the chest. Um, but I literally have done that. And I'm in affiliate marketing and consulting and it performed really well. And the reason why is because I showed one that I'm real, I was humorous, and people can relate to you being genuine and real. Um, this is the, the biggest nuance in the B2B market. B2B people think I have to be professional, straightforward. Right, right. You have to really, how you speak. How, no, people buy from people that, again, they like, know, and trust. They don't buy from professional. That's a part of it. That's a piece of it. They buy from people who relate to them, who are humorous. Um, I advise anyone, uh, whether they're a physician, whether they're someone who's um, you know, investing in financial literacy, anything, to look up the, uh, what are the Harmon Brothers. Look up the Harmon Brothers ads they've ran. I'm not sure if you're familiar, familiar with them. Uh, Dr. Squatch, Squatty Potty. Um, they have built ad campaigns for some of the largest businesses in the world. And all of them, super humorous, super fun, build like a funny relationship with the customer. And that's why they perform. Uh, highly recommend looking at them because if you want your ads, content, anything you do to, to work, it has to relate with people and some kind of emotion they feel. Um, and then you close them with how good your product is and what it can do for them. Yeah, it's quite interesting because there's, there's so many uh, creative ways. Um, as we're coming to the close, um, what are uh, what are some best unknown email marketing practices? I love email marketing. Email marketing is my bread and butter. Um, I think especially for email marketing and email marketing follow up, the best practices and things you can do that most people don't do is number one, like I said, follow up in a way that is very genuine, very personable. Are very real, very relatable. Now, I would say I would, I would double down on the on the different ways to follow up because again, so many businesses just think, well, I'd, if, one, if I email once a week, that's enough. <laughs> Two, they think, well, if I just send them a ten percent discount and a, oh, we're running out of supplies and that that customer's going to buy. No, you have to build a real relationship, and you do that through again enter entertaining content. So that could be storytelling, that could be funny skits, that could be music videos. If you really want to get creative, you know. Uh, it could be enticing content, deals, discounts, bonuses, all that type of stuff. Um, and enticing, or enticing, entertaining, I said those two, and educating. Educating is how to, how this works, how this helps you, a walkthrough, a guide, you name it. And if any business wants to scale, number one, it's done through follow-up because the vast majority of all customers I've ever worked with, um, they all see the majority of their sales generated from their leads list follow-up. And if they're not seeing it, which most people aren't right now, it's because they don't email often enough and they aren't doing these things. So 
entertain, educate, and entice your audience, and you will build an actual relationship with them, and they will actually buy from you because you're not just like every other business. You're standing out through doing what everyone else doesn't want to do. They don't want to be creative. They don't want to have to do these funny, different, hard to execute ideas, which what makes you stand out, especially if you also do that with frequency, businesses will scale effortlessly if they do that. Awesome. Very awesome conversation. That's why I love marketing is because it's so creative and um, uh, how, uh, how can people follow you? I know you're on LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and contact you, et cetera. The best place I would say is just YouTube. Look up John Weberg, go to youtube.com forward slash at John Weberg. They updated their handles. Um, follow my videos, subscribe, watch. I'm all about giving free value. Another thing to do, give so much events value to your audience. That's why I try to do so that they almost feel obligated to buy from you because you've helped them so much. You've actually shown them how you can solve their problems and get them results. So go to my channel, watch me, listen. If you find value, maybe you'll find something you like to invest in that I do consulting, uh, practice services I have, you name it. Other than that, I just wish the best for your audience. Um, and I thank you all as well. Thank you very much for having me on. And for all the audience out there, um, John's resources will be in the links and show notes. Be sure to check those out, follow him and uh, check out his resources. And thanks so much for a uh, enticing conversation. And thanks for coming on to the podcast. Thank you as well. Take care. listening if you like it be sure to like comment share subscribe we're on everywhere spotify itunes google amazon audible and without much ado be sure to thank this show's sponsors and we'll see you next week